Welcome to Profit Knocks, a show about why to invest in real estate, how to do it the right way, what to buy, when to sell, and where to look. We talk to successful experts, unlock global opportunities, and show you ways to reach what matters most. Profits. Profits. Hello and welcome to Profit Knox. I'm your host, Denise Kataravic. Today, we're going to be talking about investing in Costa Rica. Did you know it's the happiest place on earth to live according to Happy Planet Index? The climate is beautiful. It's a country of about 5 million people with the capital of San Jose, and right now the market is very hot. And today we're going to be talking about estate planning and how important that is when you want to invest in Costa Rica. I'm joined by George Vega. You are the Chief Operation Officer at Interproperties. You're a developer and a real estate uh, investor. And you are the founder of Rapid Offer, a property investment company. And we also have Natalia Gonzalez. You are an attorney at Cresco Legal, and you specialize in real estate and estate planning. Hi to both of you. Thanks for joining me Hello, today. Thank you. We're going to have a conversation, Natalia, all about estate planning. Give us an overview first of what you do at Cresco Legal. Okay. Um, we work with foreign investment in Costa Rica, and my key role is um, concerning real estate. And that, of course, entails the process as well to create the proper structure as to state planning once you have made an investment in the country which is of major importance does everybody do an estate planning when it comes to their investment in costa rica or are some investors not even aware that this is something that's very important that they do not everybody however you would uh, find that the culture for the United States, which most of our clients are, are more familiar with state planning uh, structures than our local culture, let's call it. So not everybody does it, but it is an important topic. Well, yeah, I, I really think that that's more of a uh, of a bigger worldly scale, right? You have those who prepare and those who do not right mm -hmm. and you know one of the questions that i want to know is you know why do we want to prepare in costa rica okay um it is very important to understand that by the time this topic comes to discussion you're not going to be here you want to leave your loved ones with clear instructions of how things are going to happen once you have passed and this simplifies and makes the process not as expensive as a core process would be and less prone to any kind of conflict because you have already stated your last will and how you want it to be managed. It's all about protecting that investment and making sure it does get passed down to your loved ones then, correct? Exactly. You also have to remember that uh, legally speaking there is a difference you're investing in a foreign country so you need a clear lead a clear guide of how things will happen at this moment when you're not here anymore i'm curious what risks how risky is it to not have that estate planning in place have, and have you encountered people who did not do that due diligence and then they paid the price for it 
um, not our clients because we always lead them towards doing these. But for example, we have seen with people who invested years ago, um, they're not familiar with the country. They're not familiar with the with the law. And for example, they come and say, my father bought property in Costa Rica 20 years ago. Uh, he has passed now and we want to know what to do with this property. Okay, what? where was the property, the property, I'm sorry, located? I don't know. Did he own it personally or with a company? We don't know. Hmm. It, it, it's, they lose track. They, they cannot track this investment if it was not properly organized when this person was alive and was able to convey the proper information and the proper guidance as to how to do it. So it's not coming between our clients because we try to cover this from the beginning, but we have seen it. And even if you know where the property is and you have all the information, if there is not a will, this can turn into a litigious process that takes a longer, a much longer time than if you had created a state planning in Costa Rica. That is why it's so important, George. Right, right. Natalia. The, the possibility to do it not in the judicial side of things, but to do it with a notary public, and you will find that that shortens the period to actually get the assets to the heirs by years. We're not talking about months, but years. Right. Natalia, uh, I own property in Costa Rica, right? Um, what is the proper way to hold that property? and uh, have it as a safe investment for my heirs? That is not an answer that would be standard for everybody. We analyze the conditions uh, for each person. Now, if you're a foreign person investing in real estate in Costa Rica, although you're not um, precluded from owning personally, we recommend to have a company because this simplifies the process as to the asset management because of our, the formality of our laws it's easier to be handled by a company and as well the quotas or the shares of a holding company have certain flexibility as to state planning that it is less like that with the title of the asset itself so you can for example place these shares into a foreign state planning instrument, for example, without having to go through the process of conveying the title of the asset itself. So as I said, it's not an, a standard answer for everybody, but in our typical case, that is the way we advise for so, it to be done. To set up, um, are you talking about setting up like a, a limitada for an investor? Is that what exactly. you mean? Just exactly. Describe yes. what that is exactly then for them. Okay, that would be a, a company in Costa Rica. Limitada is what you would compare in the U.S. more to a company. We have more complex, complex structures that would be similar to a corporation, but that is really not necessary to own and hold an asset in Costa Rica. So a Limitada is a Costa Rican company. It is deemed a Costa Rican, so you can have your bank account, your utilities, several things because it's Costa Rica based. And it has a very simple structure and a very family investment oriented structure. So you, have, you can have either as little as one manager or more depending on your family needs. 
And I guess the key element here is that its capital, which is called Poros, does not um, flow freely. There is like a first right of refusal. So if you're talking about husband and wife who investment, it's a, it's a safe way to keep an asset. Wonderful. Okay, setting up so, that limitada. So I set up my limitada, my LLC, right? What's your next recommendation after that? Okay, once you have the, the company, then you can put the asset there. And at this point, we decide or we analyze, and this is from the state planning perspective, of, of course. We have to analyze what you have or, or have not structured abroad to understand what we need to do here. So you can either place these shares in a foreign state planning instrument and or have a Costa Rican will. Typically, we will do both. But if you don't have any type of state planning abroad, then we just hold or manage the local process to have a, a will properly done. That's fantastic. So in other mm -hmm. words, if you have a trust, let's say, in my case here in the U.S., right. they can work with that trust over there in Costa Rica so that it mimics exactly what our wishes are based on that. Are you linking the trust and the will together, Natalia? It is not necessary here, and, and actually not not only not necessary, but not advisable. Okay. Our, our trust, in Costa Rica, it's less common to have a trust because of the flexibility of the asset that I mentioned before. It would be more common to have a will. It's clearer, so it, it needs to be as crystal clear as possible. So we do it as an extra protection. You're typically, you're will here will say exactly the same as your U.S. or your country's state planning, but customized to, to what Costa Rica needs for that to be valid and enforceable. Fantastic. Okay. So, yeah, again, what they're doing is just basically mimicking your trust here in the U.S. Right. and how you want it to be completed after your death and then creating what is called a will or a testamento in Costa Rica, <laughs> right? And then that testamento takes takes effect as well, along with your trust. And with that, I'm assuming that uh, you'll get better protection of your exactly, assets. Exactly, because there's no way to challenge or claim something in Costa Rica because it, it's the same. It, it's the same, but complying with Costa Rica requirements. So for example, you can immediately have your shares transferred to your trustee in the United States. And, uh, and also as an extra protection, you have your Costa Rican will. They say exactly the same. No one can challenge these dispositions or last will dispositions you have made because they're, they both mirror each other. I think that is one of the key elements that we try to keep. We always, always analyze what has been rendered or granted abroad to make sure they mirror each other if this is what the person wants but it's very very important we we give your us or other country state planning a costa rican uh look to say it somehow mm -hmm. just to make sure it will be enforceable and valid 
And like every investment that you make for a, your family or for whoever you wish uh, your goods to go to or your hard work to go to, you want to make sure you shorten the period of time that transfer happens, right? And this process will help you shorten that time right. uh, that, that it typically takes if you don't have these things in place. Right, right, right. So it's important to have them in place. And how long usually does it take you to, to have that all set up for, for an investor, Natalia, in a state plan? Extra, an extra comment to what Jorge said. It is time, it is cost, and it is trouble what you save when you have some state planning structure properly done in place. This is all, all what you give your family. Less expenses, less time, and less trouble. So it's very important. Correct. Okay. What would you say your biggest piece of advice is, Natalia, to somebody who is investing in Costa Rica and you're purveying to them how important it is to set up an estate plan for that investment and for their family's protection? What's your biggest piece of advice? These, I have always thought that investing abroad, it is like a very brave decision. Many times you don't know the law, you don't know the language. So this means that you should pair with people that you can fully trust. A good attorney, do your investigation and have people who will join you and guide you through the process. That would be my main advice. Once you have made this super brave decision of investing abroad, get together with the right people to do it. The people who will, who will make sure to understand your needs your as an individual and put them in uh, paper in a foreign country. I think that would be my main advice. Get together with the correct people. I like that you're calling them brave because you're right. You are making a big investment and you want to make sure that um, you feel confident in that investment and, and confident in who you're working with to get you through to make everything a-okay. Yeah. Exactly. Someone who will take your hand and be sometimes doesn't limit to the legal field. Uh, it's like sense of the country, sense of how things work in this foreign country where you're investing. So. I think it's quite important or maybe the most important uh, aspect when you're thinking about buying in Costa Rica. The country is beautiful itself, so you just need the, quite, uh, the right people. That's fantastic. Yes. You know, it's like any business. Again, we reiterate the fact that you want to have the right team in place, the right people right. on board that are going to help guide you through this whole process. And, you know, as, as much as you know, I'm sure there's a lot more behind all of this behind the scenes. Right. Like, you know, it's not just us building a giant uh, building. Uh, and, and then selling it off. There's a lot of things happening behind the scenes as it, in your business, Natalia. There's a lot of things behind the scenes, but you make the okay. process so easy for people to understand. I think you just uh, mentioned like one of, of our key policies, and this is something we hear all the time. Uh, we make, we try to make, we commit to make the process easy for our clients. That's fantastic. Easier, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, you said a, a very important word in my industry, which is commitment, right? Once once we're fully invested, we're committed and we're committed into, you know, wherever we are. In this case, if we invest in Costa Rica, we are committed to Costa Rica. So it's best that we have everything in place, not only the fact that we have the right attorneys, but we have the right estate planning along with it, and that we know exactly what the immigration laws are along the way. Exactly. And then it'll be a good experience for one and all, right? Correct. 
All right. Right. All right. Unless there's anything you guys want to add, Natalia? Natalia, I do. Actually, Natalia, you know, what is the common mistakes that you see people making when working uh, 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 in estate planning in Costa Rica? Well, the first and the biggest is not having one at all. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree. (laughs) Right. Risky. Yes. And then... um, just getting advice that doesn't go deep enough into what you need. Writing a will is something that any notary public in Costa Rica will do. But understanding your last will, it's not something any notary will do. And I think uh, getting, we go back to the point of getting a professional who understands what you're trying to do and how important this is for you and for your family. It's not just uh, drafting up a deed, a will deed. It's an act of last will disposition. Right. Yeah, that's that's one of the common mistakes in every country is that, you know, you think that writing a letter and saying this is what I want you to do is enough. Right. And the reality is it is not. And no, it's, it's not, not a legal or proper way to do it. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Natalia, for joining us. Thank you for watching or listening. And we really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found this show useful, but would like to learn even more, we have an amazing library of free guides, tips, and shows that you can download and explore anywhere, anytime. Just click on the link below or go to ProfitKnox.com. Also, every week we publish a new list of investment opportunities personally analyzed and researched by our team. So please make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, fill out that contact form, and follow us on all major podcast and video platforms. Until the next time, happy profits.